0: It's Hello. The FQ Magdad's podcast. Damien, you're back from a holiday. How was it?
1: It was very good. The weather was amazing. Uh, hotel was very nice. The travel system at the moment is particularly chaotic, and there is a lot of work for the airlines, uh, the check in, the check out, security. Well, not so much going through security, they're pretty good. Um, but the lines and the check-in at, at these airlines, the cancellations of the flights, the time it takes to actually get to the destination or when you're in the air and the, and, the, and, the, and the transfers, no problem. But the time in the airport now is getting way too long.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's quite ridiculous when you consider that buses, taxis, trains, any other form of transport doesn't normally involves such hassle, does it? And in Europe, you know, we're only hopping an hour and a half, two hours, three hours, even only nine hours to Florida. What's the great deal I wonder. Maybe it's just the
1: security. It's, uh, well, I I still think the security side of it is pretty good. Like, so when you go through, it's very much, again, it's automated. You're going through the x-ray machine. You're passing through. They move people on pretty well. There's plenty of staff there. It's not a problem. The problem starts at check-in. So when you've got very popular flights or airlines that have a lot of flights going out to the same destination, they're overbooking people, they are cancelling flights, there's not enough staff, there's not enough food on the plane, uh, it, it, there's massive delays, there's no information that's passed in time, people are thoroughly inconvenienced, they can't fly back home the same day, it's terrible. There's a lot of disgruntled people at the end. I, I was lucky, I was delayed like an hour an hour going out and an hour coming back. Um, in fact, but I, one of my flights was cancelled, but I got on an earlier flight, so it worked out for me. I didn't come back later. So initially, my my flight coming back was cancelled, uh, but we uh, found out in good time to book another flight and transfer it. But that's what's happening at the moment. It's enough to put a lot of people off flying for until the airlines get things sorted out.
0: It, it is. And I know some people listening to this might think we're sort of talking about a first world issue, which let's face it, in some ways it is. However, you know, we all do have, um, you know, it's not not all of us by any means, but uh, it's not just a holiday, is it? I mean, some of us have family living overseas. So, you know, getting that plane is quite, a, quite a, a necessary thing, especially after COVID. I mean, we've had family members over from Australia and what have you after two, two and a half years of not seeing them. Um and you know, like most people, got work to do, you've got to rush back to your work, and if the plane is delayed and what have you, it's a lot of stress, isn't it, actually?
1: A tremendous amount of stress. For those people who you know, look, we know airline travel is one of the safest airlines, but you're still up in the air, you're anxious to get back, you're anxious to get on the ground, your your life is in someone else's hands. Um, you know, as I say, it's just there's so many unknowns and you know, I think a lot of people are suffer, suffering from travel anxiety for the airlines in particular. And um, I know a lot of people, I've spoken to people who have just decided not to travel right now. They're staying in the UK again after two years of being quarantined and doing staycations, etc. And they've decided to wait another year again just because it seems in such disarray.
0: Yeah, I I, I just, I, I mean, COVID has had such a, a ripple effect, hasn't it? On, on so many of us in so many ways it's almost hard to to imagine until you stumble across it but nonetheless you, you, you managed to you managed to get there and you managed to um, come back and um, it's an important thing having a break isn't it and um you know family members getting together not chatting taking your kids with you you know it sort of gives you a chance to sort of just press the pause button doesn't it and have a chat with your kids or your wife or whoever you go with just just to sort of do you know
1: this rip, was a trip this, this was this was just a fun trip oh amazing uh, perfect for fq then <laughs> yeah yeah perfect it was, uh, it was myself and my nine-year-old son jumping on a plane going to a hotel, chilling out and swimming in the pool, in the sea, uh, you know, chatting and playing and conversing and just one-on-one time for a week with my son and after. That's,
0: I know people sort of say it, don't they, making memories, but that's something that he will never forget, you will never forget. And yes, actually, exactly. ma- you know, making the effort to do that. I mean, a lot of people talk about it and don't actually do it, but actually doing it. It's a dream come true for many fathers to be there with their some mothers as well. But having that time with your child is just something it's just amazing. That's amazing you've done that, Damien. It
1: was, it was invaluable. And I would say, listen, I could have done it a lot more in the past. And I've done it with each of my children once. I wish i have done it more. And I suffer like with everybody else to go, is this going? You know, it's so much better when you go away with a couple of other people, keep them entertained. You know, I can handle this or that part of it. And actually, it was a really good trip. We got on really well. We played, we talked, we did our own thing. There was times when he just wanted some time on his own to just play on his Wii. Um, And I, you know, wrote letters, emails, or was on my iPad, whatever. The rest of the time, we had lunch and dinner breakfast together. And just, yeah, it was great.
0: I mean, you know, that's that. That really is something I would aspire to do myself, and I hope other fathers listening to that will, because I know it's not cheap, but you know what, you can't really pay uh, price on something like that, can you? Oh, exactly.
1: Well, in I, I did, I was like, really, this much, and then by the time I came back, it was like a solid investment. You know, I recommend it to anybody. Uh, you know, if you want to have a one-to-one getaway, just do it. Don't think about it. Book it. Do it. You'll love the experience. They'll love the experience, and um you know yes there's things you have to organize be prepared for if you're not the best of organizers cross the i's and dot the T's make sure you print your boarding passes your check-in make sure you've got your passport up to date you've got more than six months on your passport mm-hmm. apart from that that's all you need a little bit of money in your pocket your passport your clothes will arrive don't overpack or underpack it doesn't really matter honestly the, the rest just falls into place find something that you like
0: you know interestingly um this brings us into a territory that that isn't always happy but it can be which is um separated parents and um you know i know i know you were sort of looking at the issues regarding separated and divorced parents recently and the conflict resolutions that, that are available and um we're sort of looking for instance aren't we at um if you look at the parenting coordinators alliance that's something i think you've come across and um just sort of checking their website out here it says you know what is parenting coordination I guess it it is what it says on the tin have you have you looked into it very far Damien at
1: all yeah well vaguely there's lots of different ways to look at uh, management conflict or um, what would be you know couples therapy family therapy um, and or uh, most people might know as even a mediator that would would be a middle person thoroughly unbiased um, non- To be able to help you discuss your issues and come to a resolution on issues that are really upsetting the upper car. Um, You know, when it, emotions and relationships are involved, people often feel let down. Um, There are a lot of, there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of resentment. And sometimes you can't see past that resentment. And the people that suffer are the children, often blame themselves and they're caught in the middle. And whilst you're trying to fight for your little bit of whatever, property, the painting, CD collection, um, whatever, whatever it is, even just control or you know respect. You
0: I mean, it's, in yeah. in some ways, in some ways, it's it's a no brainer when everyone's calm, isn't it? To say, look, you know, that developing a more positive parenting relationship will obviously improve. Your shared child's life. Correct. So, I, I, I guess that once any anger or disputes over finance, possessions, etc., is it, over, some parents still find communicating about their kids quite challenging, don't they? So, not all of us by any means, but I mean, you know, when there has been a breakup, unfortunately, a child can be used, can't it? As well,
1: they're, a they're, often, they're often used as a pawn. they're often used to get more from the other person to barter to get more and it's really unfair and the real the person that suffers as much as you're trying to call some pain to your ex-partner and i'm sure they feel it in some ways and that might provide some satisfaction for something they've done said commented on or put you in a position the reality is is that it just has a knock-on effect because it comes back on you you know taken or using, or using it. one of these conflict management style companies or therapists or mediators. And me a little bit about yourself and what mm-hmm. you're going through. Everybody has feel upset or let down by certain situations. We all want our own way to a certain degree. And you need to take a step back, write down what's really important or think about what's really important. And once you've established what that is, and hopefully that comes out as the chart child, your child's future, their mental well-being, peace, unity. Hopefully they're all the positive things you see, and you go, great. How can we achieve it? At least if you're on that page, even if your ex partner isn't on that page, try and sit down with someone who's unbiased, who can make you both see the light. Because although you may feel that you're taking the higher ground you know maybe the other person sees you as condescending uh as controlling as you know lots of different things and they, they they're not responding in the right way so that's why it's really important that you sit down with somebody that's impartial can see past the main issues
0: it's really powerful words there um and it, and it makes utter sense these parenting coordinators obviously are there to to listen to both parents point of view because obviously when you're arguing could be with anyone actually you know we all think we're right don't we until maybe we calm down and go do you know what maybe that other person's point of view was actually valid (laughs) and I think that helping helping parents hear one another's concerns and objectives can only be a good thing because you know coming from a family where my mum and dad split up many many moons ago um you know, as, as a as a child, and you don't have to be a particularly young child actually to be affected by your parents' break up, because that's all you've known all your life for your two parents until they break up. It's very destabilising, and actually, you start to think it's your fault somehow you know, ah, that this it's... has happened.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know,
0: children—the last thing a child needs is to feel guilt over his or her parents' issues. Yeah. You know, so this is—it's great. Say, I, I mean, say
1: the majority of children feel it's their fault because they're the ones that suffer. They think, well, maybe I've done something. I, I hear more about children thinking that they are to blame. Or if an argument, often they hear arguments about themselves, you know, you didn't take them to school. The uniform's not this, you didn't feed them at this time. You didn't do that or this, there's so many things. So they they hear their names come up. They they hear that they, they feel that they're the cause of the major part of the argument. And then they go, this is my fault. I shouldn't have done that. And, you know, and, and they really do take it on board and often they clam up. They don't actually tell you because they don't want it to get worse. You know, they don't want to be seen to be upset in front of you. Why are you upset? Because, you know, mummy said this or daddy said that. And no, it's not your fault, etc. So a lot of it's internalized. And that's why it's really important as a parent, as much as you may feel really justified in your actions of, of, of going hammer and tong at your ex-partner and really nailing the fact that you're right about everything that you've said and how they've let you down, that you try and find a way, an amicable way to get what's best for you, what's best for your child and actually what's also best for your ex-partner, you know? Because if they're happy, you're happy. If they're happy and you're happy, your child's happy.
0: You know what? It's worth me flagging now at this point. Um, the parenting coordinators website which is parenting coordinators one word dot co uk and uh, if you're listening to this and you are in this um, position um, and you actually appreciate that the difficult communications you're facing are affecting basically yourself and your kids then the parenting coordinators service is definitely for you so that's parenting coordinators dot co dot uk um you Know we at FQ, it stands for Fathers Quarterly. Anyone that hasn't uh, yet realized that, you know, we're, we're very keen to sort of obviously talk about kids, but you know, parents, it's not all fairy tales and fluffy fluffiness, is it, Damien? You know, life life gets in the way sometimes of, of all this, and so we have well, to talk about this kind of stuff.
1: We, we have to talk, these are really important. There's more, uh, there's more people breaking up, separating, divorcing now, it's still on the rise, um, and you know, we're all under immense pressure. And that's when it shows the cracks. That's when it shows the problems. That's when we forget why you're supposed to be with your partner and that actually everything in life is a partnership. And we've all been there. You know, we always say, look, I've been there. I've worn the T-shirt because you have to go through the experience to know what the pitfalls are. And But really, you've got to realize that those pitfalls are what makes you forge a better... Alliance, so you can cope with the other problems that come along the way. And some people fall away and don't get through the other end of it. So you know, and I've been through those wars and those battles. So you know, and hopefully I learn a little bit more every day or every situation. And hopefully I'll grow to stop some of the conflicts and arguments that I've had in my past. But it always takes two people. At the end of the day, it's not just about me. It's also about the other person. It's also about the child. There's lots of other organisations out mentoring organizations, um, child therapists, conflict therapists. So they're worth looking at, having a chat to, talking to them about what they can do, making a polite suggestion to your partner that, you know, before things go really too far, it might be worth investing some time, some money in talking with some of these people just to see if they can resolve. And it could be a very simple solution. You know, you'd be surprised. It always seems like a massive problem, but when you sit down with someone they recognize, that what you're doing to triggering that person might be something very simple you're prepared to stop doing.
0: Some wise words there, Damien. And I, I, I totally, totally listen to you there and agree, and I hope other people do. And I think sometimes it comes with age, maturity, and looking back. And obviously we have to make these mistakes sometimes to realise um, where, where we should go right next time. And if you want to listen to the more wise words, and sometimes we don't have much in the way of wisdom, but we do have sometimes a few laughs, too, as well as serious discussion on FQ Magdads. If you want to hear us, then uh, you can go to the uh, fqmagazine.co.uk website or Fathers Quarterly, just tap that into Google, or you can find FQ Magdads on the uh, Spotify platform or FQ Magdads on Apple Podcast or, indeed, on Anchor. So, Damien, for now, it's the school run time yet again. I don't know where the day has gone. I always say that, but it's true. You and I probably are both off there now. So, uh, until next week, (laughs) take care. Thanks again. Bye. Take care. Bye bye. It's the FQ Magdads podcast back again. This week has flown by, Damien, but it always does. I found six (laughs) being a father. What about you?
1: Oh my gosh, time goes so quickly. Uh, feels was like only yesterday we uh, did a podcast last week. So, um, yeah, time's going quickly. Is there a reason for that?
0: Well, you know, they say that the older you get, the busier you get. And I think time is a funny construct anyway, isn't it? Because, you know, it's, it's just a weird one. You know, when you've got so much on, there doesn't seem enough time. And yet there have been times in my life where, I don't know, you might be in the worst job imaginable and
1: you keep looking Mm. at the clock or whatever,
0: and time can go so slowly. It's a funny, funny old thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just find that time genuinely now goes quick. And um, even even when I loathe being on a plane or something like that, um, that now even goes even quicker. So, um, yeah, in general, I think time seems to have sped up
0: now regarding time we all get to the point when we think now what's the best age for our child to do this that or the other and when is it cool and when is it not cool for dad to be with his son or daughter and i tested it out this weekend right so uh my son's always been a big fan of heavy metal okay and so he's asked me for a long time could i take him to see a big rock band like Iron Maiden or whatever anyway it's been a busy busy family weekend and I suddenly realized Donington okay Download Festival is on this weekend and I thought shall I shall I do it I asked his mum. I said do you think it's cool for me to take him and she went if you look after him don't lose him for one second in that crowd (laughs) of like over a hundred thousand people so I said let's just be spontaneous and do it So we drove drove to Donington, went to download, and my goodness. that You know when people say making memories, it sounds a bit sickly sometimes, but my God, I have made some memories with him. He he has not stopped going on about it. And how cool it was for him to be with his dad at this rock festival. Now, I I hope that continues. I hope he doesn't suddenly think it's uncool. But it's a lovely thing to do, isn't it? Well, we,
1: we, we had this conversation last week, and I said that you know, um, you know, going just one on one Portugal with my son was really special. And, you know, whether or not you wake up in the morning, you're having a breakfast one on one, lunch on one on one, important. walking along the beach, whatever. The conversation, the tone, the timing, the calmness, everything change changes and as you say, the memories are more heightened. Everything's brighter on a one on one basis. And I remember doing that also with my daughter at her first concert I took her to. In fact, subsequently, I've taken her to several concerts on a one, one-on-one basis. And part of that highlight is just watching her face light up where she's totally lost in, in what she's obsessed with. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's, I think it's a great experience. I, I, I love it. I
0: think last week, really, you kind of gave me the final inspiration to go and do something like this. Um, I kind of had been promising him to get to take him to a gig. But yeah, because I like this band as well, it was kind of like something I listened to as a kid. And it's a it's a weird one, because in my parents generation, I guess the nearest comparison would be, say, me being taken to a Rolling Stones concert, you know, in like 1983 or something, you know? Yeah. Um yes. and and it was just such a bonding experience. I'm not I'm not yes. honestly trying to blow smoke up any of our asses by saying
1: this. Yes. It genuinely, yes. was
0: a bonding experience. That, no, look, that we ge- we
1: genuinely as dads and part and part of and I said I'm part of that experience of learning that it's taken even me a certain amount of time to you know uh, the the courage or or just that whole trepidation of you know. Can you, you know, what are you going to do? Can you, like, have the attention span to take care of everything totally all the time? Will they be bored? Will I remember snacks and drinks and hydration and everything? You know, there's so much you think you think of, and then actually everything just kicks in, you know? And, and we've got to eliminate those fears, and we've got to do them because we gain so much joy from those experiences. And so any father or parent, mother, or father, listening to this, sister, or brother, cousin, or auntie, or uncle, you know, um, there is a tremendous amount of joy from having those experiences. And I won't think twice about um, going on certain excursions where I think, oh, sounds like a pain in the neck. I'm just going to do it.
0: And this is exactly the mentality I had on Saturday night. And I thought, I'm just going to do this thing. I thought I was, I was really upset all day because I thought there's no way we're going to get there. And it was only yes. by the evening I realized that this band was headlining the whole festival at like 8, whatever time it was, eight thirty, eight fifty-five. 55 And I said, you know, if we leave now, we're going to do it. And I still was trying to manage expectations all the way there. I said, look, the parking looks like it's going to be full, but we'll find yes. a way. And, you know, we exactly. got there, we parked. Yeah. This, this was like a father and son adventure. We, not, yeah. only, not only was it an adventure being at the gig, the adventure getting there, we had to hike, well actually we jogged it, 2k. Doesn't sound that much, does yeah. it? But 2k no, uphill but through
1: grass. Yeah. yeah, but it's still fun. It's something to remember. It's kind of, they're the things that you remember and all the other little bits, you know, the nightmary type things like, you know, sitting in traffic for an hour and a half or whatever. <laughs> really don't figure in it it's the other nice bit of the experience how you overcame something or you had something to eat and whether or not you're laughing and joking or tripping each other up uh, on the way up the hill you know going through the long grass they're the things that you know our memory our imagination will latch onto. and um, you know I, I also did you know I did Blenheim Palace this triathlon thing I don't know if I told you about it but I'm trying to experience things in my life and do things that are outside of my comfort zone and none of them see that seem that hard after they're done
0: isn't it maybe something in our age that's doing because i feel very similar to what you've just said actually i'm sort of you know sometimes you might have held back on something because you talk yourself out of it because you overthink it but actually i'm i'm going ahead with it uh they always say opportunities don't always come around twice so sometimes you just have to go for it and and trust in whatever there is to trust in it may be trusting yourself but um this, this whole thing, like you taking your son on holiday one on one, such a lovely thing. Because I remember you saying, despite the nightmare that was going on with basically plane plane travel, um, you you did it, and actually maybe that is part of the adventure. You know,
1: it it is, and it's part of our learning experience to know that you know what it's not a big deal. I you know part of my issue is 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 I'm very impatient. I will I will pay to gain half an hour of my life or an hour. Of my life. <laughs> i will pay to join and jump a queue because i'm impatient i want to i want to do everything like yesterday and that that comes with its own anxiety so again you know for me those things that get in the way of me sometimes doing things i should do that uh experience of just doing things because they really don't matter at the end of the day what really matters is the experience just like what we said at the beginning of this conversation time goes so quick missed opportunities taking action all those things that you hear from uh you know people who are giving out great advice just take action just do it
0: it's you know absolutely what you said about going back to the beginning of the conversation about time i mean um you know, my 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 littlest is is nine, and my eldest is coming up for sixteen, and it doesn't seem like five minutes ago. I said I was talking about twenty fifteen, and she went, "Well, that, that I was actually younger than our youngest sister, Dad." And I'm like, "She couldn't, you could, you couldn't have been." It was only it was only twenty fifteen. That she will like, no do the maths, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh my God!" You know, it, yeah. it's it's going to be like two years before they've gone and left home
1: exactly well this is what i'm very aware of i'm also very aware uh, like like yours my son is going to be 10 this year and he's growing stronger he's growing faster and i'm thinking by 12 13 14 he's going to start beating me running races he's going to be stronger than me um and Ultimately, come I don't know 13, 14, 15, like he loves hanging out with me at the moment, right? He really does. He's like, he'll and but I know in two, three years' time with his, with his mates, he's going to be going off doing things with his mates. Less time for me, not because he's not going to want to hang out with me, he's just going to prefer to be with his mates doing some other things. You know, I'll still have my time, but as time goes on, it's going to be reduced, 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 reduced. So, my quality time will be based on what I organize. What I can do to bond with him, our own interests that we can, can k- kind of forge together, whether or not that's camping or golf or, you know, uh, an annual holiday, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be reduced every year. So this is my moment to consolidate those things with all of my children. I'm talking about my son a little bit more because he's 10. My others are too older. But I still continue to do a lot of things with him. We planned a couple of concerts this year. We're going on holiday they're planning as well. Don't ever think I'm not thinking about my two daughters, because I do. A lot we have, we, we plan in things now. And I've never been much of a planner, but they're really essential to their mood, to how they feel about me. You know, it's, again, all part of the parenting thing. And if you think parenting starts at, stops at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, it doesn't. It <laughs> continues for as long as you're on the planet. It keeps going.
0: As I kind of found out from being in the sort of throng of this hundred and whatever thousand people at Donington um and there was my son trying to video every single moment he could on his phone and there was was i just doing a little bit of videoing but mainly trying to suck up the reality of the concert in front of me rather than looking at it through my phone and it was really funny because i saw another guy next to me who in any other kind of light you might have looked at him and thought that looks like the dodgy geezer but he was the nicest bloke in the world and he went and he was smiling because he was looking at my son and then he just said to me i've got my my, i've got my son here now and um His son looks about 15, 16, and he started telling me about how he'd got three kids, how he'd done this with all yeah. of them, and how it was awesome. And it, what, what anyone that hasn't had a child yet, and maybe is about to, yeah. uh, I, I find that generally having a child is a very ice-breaking experience for you as an adult, with other adults who've got kids, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I had the same, I had the same conversation yesterday, just with, with someone that I was passing. They've, they've just been told they're going to have a boy. Uh, her partner, his partner was, has been pregnant for about four, uh, five or six months now, so they've got about four months to go. They were just told uh, two days prior that it's going to be a boy, so they wanted to know if it's going to be a boy or a girl. And I was explaining the difference between boys and girls. You'll be happy with whatever you get, boy or girl, but they all bring their own personality, both to a dad or to a mum. They all have their own individuality. You'll be as happy for a girl as you are with a boy. But, you know, I'm, well, like you and I, we're fortunate enough to have had both gambits. So as far as that's concerned, it's brilliant. And they are so, you can see their eyes light up. That that anticipation of whatever's going to happen There's a fear, but there's also, you know, wow, my life is going to change. You know, it's going to change for the better. A lot of people think maybe it doesn't change. It changes for the better. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, it comes with a few nightmares along the along the way, but in general, children bring a tremendous amount of joy, laughter. Um, you know, there are so many different facets to to it. We often focus on some of the negative sometimes, but there 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 isn't. That's just the fabric of life.
0: It absolutely is, you know, and, and I think that this kind of conversation comes from obviously experience we're living it we're breathing it right now we're very fortunate we are blessed i don't care who thinks that sounds sickly we are blessed to be dads a lot of people would like to be dads and can't be for whatever reason i have to say you know there i was and i was having this kind of slightly out of body experience um, at this gig thinking it's like i'm i wouldn't want to be at this gig with anyone else other than my son he right now feels like my best friend You know, I I I know I'm his dad. I know he can't get away with everything, and I try. And you know, I was still kind of guiding him a little bit when he was trying to. His confidence was getting uh, more and more increased, and he was sort of then trying to take me to the front of the crowd. It was quite funny. And at first, he was holding back, going, "Oh no, no, no! I'm only twelve. I'm only twelve. Remember, dad, don't take me right into the mush Uh, 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 (laughs) pit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And then, and
1: then, as you say, as their confidence grows, and they know that you're close by, and you know, you've given them a strategy that, you know, this is where base will be if we do get disconnected. And I say that to my son all the time. You know, I, I, I taught my son, he, he knows, his you know, my mobile number, his mum's mobile number, his far full address, off by heart. So if anything should happen, he knows what, hap- what, what he should do. He's incentivized to know these things. So, you know, um, it's, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to learn, isn't there?
0: There's a lot to learn. And actually, in some ways, you know, clearly we can't wrap our kids as much as we'd like to, uh, in some ways, in cotton wool, because this is the real world we live in. So, you know, yes. I, was pre- I was prepared, you know, taking him to a heavy metal concert. Clearly, there were going to be things and sights and smells he was going to
1: smell that weren't necessarily legal.
0: And, uh... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it has to happen. It's going to happen. I, don't, I mean, I, I get you. I, I, I totally get what, what you're saying. Um, but you can't smother him in cotton wool. You have to go through the experience.
0: It's the FQ Magdads podcast back again. This week has flown by, Damien, but it always does. i found sister being a father. What about you?
1: Oh my gosh, time goes so quickly. Uh, feels like only yesterday we uh, did a podcast last week. So um, yeah, time's going quickly. Is there a reason for that?
0: Well, you know, they say that the older you get, the busier you get. And I think time is a funny construct anyway, isn't it? Because you know, it's, it's just a weird one. You know, when you've got so much on, there doesn't seem enough time. And yet there have been times in my life where, I don't know, you might be in the worst job imaginable and you keep looking mm. at the clock or whatever, and time can go so slowly. It's a funny, funny old thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just find that time genuinely now goes quick. And um, even, even when I loathe being on a plane or something like that, um, that now even goes even quicker. So, um, yeah, in general, I think time seems to have sped up.
0: Now, regarding time, we all get to the point when we think, now, what's the best age for our child to do this, that or the other? And when is it cool and when is it not cool for dad to be with his son or daughter and i tested it out this weekend right so uh my son's always been a big fan of heavy metal okay and so he's asked me for a long time could i take him to see a big rock band like iron maiden or whatever anyway it's been a busy busy family weekend and i suddenly realized donnington okay download mm. festivals on this weekend and i thought shall i Shall I do it? I asked his mum. I said, do you think it's cool for me to take him? And she went, if you look after him, don't lose him for one second in that <laughs> crowd of, like, yeah. over 100,000 people. So I said, let's just be spontaneous and do it. So yeah. we drove, drove to Donington, went to download, and my goodness, that, you know, when people say making memories, it sounds a bit sickly sometimes. But, my God, I have made some memories with him. It, he, definitely... he has not stopped going on about it. And how cool yeah. it was for him to be with his dad yeah. at this rock festival. Now, yeah. I, I hope that continues. I hope he doesn't suddenly think it's uncool, but it's a lovely thing to do, isn't it?
1: <laughs> well, we, we we had this conversation last week, and I said that, you know, um, you know, going just one-on-one Portugal with my son was really special. And, you know, whether or not you wake up in the morning, you're having a breakfast one-on-one, lunch on one-on-one, has no, been important. walking along the beach, Whatever, the conversation, the tone, the timing, the calmness, everything change, changes. And as you say, the memories are more heightened. Everything's brighter on a one-on-one basis. And I remember doing that also with my daughter at her first concert that I took her to. In fact, subsequently, I've taken her to several concerts on a one, one-on-one basis. And part of that highlight is just watching her face light up where she's totally lost in, in what she's obsessed with. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's. I think it's a great experience. I, I I love it.
0: I think last week, really, you kind of gave me the final inspiration to go and do something like this. Um, I kind of had been promising him to get to take him to a gig, but yeah, because I like this band as well. It was kind yes. of like something yes. I listened to as a kid, and um, yes. it's a it's a weird one because in my parents' generation, I guess the nearest comparison would be say me being taken to a rolling stones concert you know in like 1983 oh, yeah. or something you know yeah. um yeah. and and it was just such a bonding experience now, i'm not i'm not yeah. honestly trying to blow smoke
1: up any of our asses by saying this yeah. the genuinely, yeah. was
0: a bonding experience that, no, look, that we was,
1: ge- we genuinely as dads and part and part of and i said i'm part of that experience of learning that it's taken even me a certain amount of time to you know uh the the courage or or just that whole trepidation of, you know, can you, you know, what are you going to do? Can you like have the attention span to take care of everything totally all the time? Will they be bored? Will I remember snacks and drinks and hydration and everything, you know, there's so much you think you think of and then actually everything just kicks in, you know, and, and we've got to eliminate those fears and we've got to do them because we gain much joy from those experiences. And so any father or parent, mother or father listening to this, sister or brother, cousin or auntie or uncle, you know, um, there is a tremendous amount of joy from having those experiences. And I won't think twice about um, going on certain excursions where I think, oh, sounds like a pain in the neck. I'm just going to do it.
0: And this is exactly the mentality I had on saturday night and i thought i'm just going to do this thing i thought i was i was really upset all day because i thought there's no way we're going to get there and it was only by the evening i realized that this band was headlining the whole festival at like eight whatever time it was eight thirty eight fifty five and i said you know if we leave now we're going to do it and i still was trying to manage expectations all the way there i said look the parking looks like it's going to be full but we'll find a way and you know we got there we parked This, this was like a father and son adventure we not yeah. only not only was it an adventure being at the gig, the adventure getting there, we had to hike well actually we jogged it, two K. Doesn't sound that much, does yeah. it? But two no, K uphill through grass.
1: Yeah. yeah, but it's still fun. It's something to remember. It's kind of they're the things that you remember and all the other little bits, you know, the nightmary type things like, you know, sitting in traffic for an hour and a half or whatever. <laughs> I really don't figure. In it. It's the other nice bit of the experience how you overcame something or you had something to eat and whether or not you're laughing and joking or tripping each other up uh, on the way up the hill, you know, going through the long grass. They're the things that, you know, our memory, our imagination will latch onto and, um, you know, I, I also did, you know, I did Blenheim Palace this triathlon thing, I don't know if I told you about it but I'm trying to experience things in my life and do things that are outside of my comfort zone and they, none of them see that, seem that hard after they're done.
0: Isn't it maybe something in our age that's doing because i feel very similar to what you've just said actually i'm sort of you know sometimes you might have held back on something because you talk yourself out of it because you overthink it but actually i'm i'm going ahead with it uh they always say opportunities don't always come around twice so sometimes you just have to go for it and and trust in whatever there is to trust in it may be trust in yourself but um this this whole thing, like you taking your son on holiday one on one, such a lovely thing. Because I remember you saying, despite the nightmare that was going on with basically plane plane travel, um, you you did it. And actually, maybe that is part of the adventure. You know,
1: it it is, and it's part of our learning experience to know that you know what it's not a big deal. I you know part of my issue is 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 I'm very impatient. I will I will pay to gain half an hour of my life or an hour. Of my life. <laughs> I will pay to join and jump a queue because I'm impatient. I want to I want to do everything like yesterday, and that, that comes with its own anxiety. So, again, you know, for me, those things that get in the way of me sometimes doing things I should do, that uh, experience of just doing things because they really don't matter at the end of the day. What really matters is the experience just like what we said at the beginning of this conversation time goes so quick missed opportunities taking action all those things that you hear from uh you know people who are giving out great advice just take action just do it it's you
0: know absolutely what you said about going back to the beginning of the conversation about time i mean um you know, my, my, my littlest is, is nine and my eldest is come up for 16. And it doesn't seem like five minutes ago. I said, I was talking about 2015. And she went, well, that, that, I was actually younger than our youngest sister, dad. And I'm like, she couldn't, you, could, you couldn't have been. It was only, it was only 2015. that she will like, no, do the maths. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, you know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like two years before they've gone and left home.
1: Exactly. Well, this is what I'm very aware of. I'm also very aware, uh, like like yours, my son is going to be 10 this year. And he's growing stronger. He's growing faster. And I'm thinking by 12, 13, 14, he's going to start beating me running races. He's going to be stronger than me. Um, and... Ultimately, come, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, like he loves hanging out with me at the moment, right? He really does. He's, he'll, and, but I know in two, three years' time with his, with his mates, he's going to be going off doing things with his mates. Less time for me, not because he's not going to want to hang out with me. He's just going to prefer to be with his mates doing some other things. You know, I'll still have my time, but as time goes on, it's going to be reduced, 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 reduced. So my quality time will be based on what I organize, what I can do to bond with him, our own interests that we can can kind of forge together, whether or not that's camping or golf or, you know, uh, an annual holiday, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be reduced every year. So this is my moment to consolidate those things with all of my children. I'm talking about my son a little bit more because he's 10, my others are too elder, but I still continue to do a lot of things with him. We planned a couple of concerts this year, we're going on holiday they're planned in as well. Don't ever think I'm not thinking about my two daughters because I do. A lot we have, we're we planning things now. And I've never been much of a planner, but they're really essential to their mood, to how they feel about me. You know, it's again, all part of the parenting thing. And if you think parenting starts at, stops at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, it doesn't. It continues <laughs> for as long as you're on the planet. It keeps going.
0: As I kind of found out from being in the sort of throng of this hundred and whatever thousand people at Donington, Um, and there was my son trying to video every single moment he could on his phone. And there there was I just doing a little bit of videoing, but mainly trying to suck up the reality of the concert in front of me rather than looking at it through my phone. And it was really funny because I saw another guy next to me who in any other kind of light, you might have looked at him and thought, that looks like the dodgy geezer. But he was the nicest bloke in the world, and he went, and he was smiling because he was looking at my son. And then he just yeah. said to me, "I've got my, my, I've got my son here now, and um, oh. his son looks about fifteen, 16. And he started telling me about how he would got three kids, how he'd done this with all yeah. of them, and how it was awesome. And it, what, what anyone that hasn't had a child yet and maybe is about to, yeah. uh, I, I find that generally having a child is a very ice-breaking experience for you as an adult with other adults who've got kids, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I, I had the same. I had the same conversation yesterday, just with with someone that I was passing, they've just been told they're going to have a boy. Uh, her partner, his partner was, has been pregnant for about four, or five or six months now. So they've got about four months to go. They were just told uh, two days prior that it's going to be a boy. So they wanted to know if it's going to be a boy or a girl. And I was explaining the difference between boys and girls. You'll be happy with whatever you get, boy or girl. But they all bring their own personality, both to a dad or to a mum. They all have their own individuality. You'll be as happy for a girl as you are with a boy. But, you know, like you and I, we're fortunate enough to have had both gambits. So, as far as that's concerned, it's brilliant. And they are so, you can see their eyes light up. That that anticipation of whatever's going to happen There's a fear, but there's also, you know, wow, my life is going to change, you know. It's going to change for the better. A lot of people think maybe it doesn't change. It changes for the better. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, it comes with a few nightmares along the, along the way, but in general, children bring a tremendous amount of joy, laughter. Um, you know, there are so many different facets to, to it. We often focus on some of the negative sometimes, but there, there there isn't. That's just the fabric of life.
0: It absolutely is, you know, and, and I think that this kind of conversation comes from obviously experience we're living it we're breathing it right now we're very fortunate we are blessed and i don't care who thinks that sounds sickly we are blessed to be dads a lot of people would like to be dads and can't be for whatever reason and i have to say you know there i was and i was having this kind of slightly out of body experience um, at this gig thinking it's like i'm a, i wouldn't want to be at this gig with anyone else other than my son he yes. right now yeah. feels like my best friend you know,
1: yeah. Uh, I,
0: know, I I know I'm his dad. I know he can't get away with everything, and I try. And I, you know, I was still kind of guiding him a little bit when he was trying to. His confidence was getting uh, more and more increased, and he was sort of then trying to take me to the front of the crowd. It was quite funny. Yeah. And at first,
1: he was holding back, going,
0: "Oh no, no, no! I'm only twelve. I'm only twelve.
1: Remember, Dad, don't take me right to the mosh uh, pit." Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then, as you say, as their confidence grows and they know that you're close by, and you know, you've given them a strategy that, you know, this is where base will be if we do get disconnected. And I say that to my son all the time. You know, I, I, I taught my son he, he knows, his, you know, my mobile number, his mum's mobile number, his far full address, off by heart. So if anything should happen, he knows what, hap- what, what he should do. He's incentivized to know these things. So, you know, um, it's, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to learn, isn't there?
0: There's a lot to learn, and actually, in some ways, you know, clearly we can't wrap our kids as much as we'd like to. Uh, in some ways, in cotton wool, because this is the real world we live in. So, you know, yeah. I, was pre- I was prepared, you know, taking him to a heavy metal concert. Clearly, there were going to be things and sights and smells he was going to smell that weren't
1: necessarily legal. And, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it has happened. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. I, don't, I mean, I, I get you. I, I, I totally get what what you're saying. Um, but you can't smother him in cotton wool. You have to go through the experience.